This is a question to everybody. I made lemon ricotta pancakes for the first time this weekend. Did you know the ricotta and lemon ricotta pancakes is ricotta cheese? Justin, you're kidding, right? No. What I... did you think it referred to? Wait a minute. A I different it was type just of a... ricotta. A different. <laughs> another thing named ricotta. Like I'm so confused. I didn't know. We all knew. It... Is the answer we... yes? We all knew. Hi, Justin. Hey, Lindsay. This is pretty wild. Are you ready? Hello, cuties, and welcome back to another episode of Perspectives of Pop Culture. I'm Lindsay, and this is Justin, and we're really tired. That is a vast, vast understatement. Um, Understatement of the year. Yeah, tired, but this is our uh, Jordan episode. Our Jordan or our... Oh, okay, he's 23. Oh, I shit. I thought Kobe I think was. so. It'd be really... No, Kobe is like 24 and 8. God damn it, Lizzie. You, now you got me <laughs> double-checking myself this early in the fucking episode. It's okay. We love that for us. You know, we're, we're learning just like the rest of us, you know? Yeah, exactly. You can't be perfect. Just like me with my camera today. Um, my camera didn't. My camera battery didn't get charged this week. We were hosting. I don't know what happened. And um, now I'm using my video from my laptop, and it looks ugly. And it's all that I can look at. And I've tried tinkering, and this is it. So we're off to a good start. It's totally fine. Um, by the way, I was right. He is 23. So this is our Jordan episode. Woot woot swoosh. Woot woot. So what speaking is of Jordan. Uh, Air Jordan, yeah, swish. I was right. Just wanted to make sure I wasn't like doing an Adidas thing or a Nike thing for an Adidas athlete, you know? <laughs> we don't need like a Drake and Kanye song about it, you sometimes know? Sometimes our lack Text of over knowledge, stripes, whatever it is. The, sometimes our lack of knowledge of sports is probably worrisome to most. It is. But, but then we don't care. We don't care. We're evolving. You know what? We're uh, sharpening a tool in our toolbox that we haven't used. Exactly. And I don't for see that, I'm proud of us. Others trying to get outside their comfort zone and you know, yeah. master a different subject <laughs> yeah, it's they their care fault. nothing about. It's their fault we're bad at sports. <laughs> exactly. It's on you. It's on you. I'm dead. Okay, so Justin and I are like delusional to the nth degree. We're so tired. Justin had a crazy night shift. I'm coming off eight days of hosting my in-laws, um, and my mom comes on Wednesday. So I, Gonzo and I have a two-day turnaround for a new set of mom, you know, and we have to be just as awake and happy and excited, which we are. We, we're so excited that she's coming, and my aunt's coming with her, um, but we're exhausted, and I have been telling people if I can make it through eight days with my in-laws, two days off, and then seven days with my mom, like with Gonzo and we don't get a divorce. Like we're solid for life. Oh, absolutely. Look, this is the thing that Jackie and I have talked about. And I think people kind of gloss over having people stay with you is a lot. Yeah. It doesn't you matter who it is, by the way, it matter whether it it's a mom or a friend, it, it, it's just a lot. You can love them to the nth degree. They can be your best friends, mm -hmm. everything, but it is more energy on your part and it's not like a negative it's not us saying we don't want people to visit us no i, I purely... absolutely adore when people come to visit me like exactly. i get so excited yes but it is tiring and exhausting 
Like yeah. when I was making the bed after our last visitors, I literally asked Jackie, I was like, we ain't got nobody staying with us for a while, right? Because I hate making this damn bed because it's like in the corner. So getting yes. that corner I forgot you guys on, moved the room around. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's bad. It's bad. So we don't have anybody for like a month. Thank Lord. Well, I'm happy for you. Um, We had such a good time with Gonzo's mom and Gustavo. They absolutely mm -hmm. loved Hawaii, which it's so fun. It was their first time visiting us um, since we've moved here. So it was so fun to show them around, like show them what our day today is like, show them Gonzo's office, like just see them excited by like the fruit trees in our yard and yeah. all the different beaches mm -hmm. and his mom took a photo of literally everything. It's all on Facebook. If you guys want to see exactly what we did at every moment of the day, there is an unflattering photo of me to prove it on Gonzo's mom's <laughs> Facebook, per usual. No, there's no worse photos of me out on the internet than what's on Gonzo's mom's Facebook page. And like, I, I can't, what, 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 what is a girl to do? What is a girl to do? She doesn't double check with you before she posts? No, and like, she doesn't have to. Like, we don't have like a lot of, crossover so it's not like a big deal Facts. but the one thing i did say i was like please no photos of me in my bikini like i am not comfy with that i'm yeah. just like an insecure body image girly and i just don't want a photo of an unflattering photo of me in my bikini on the internet so she was of course respectful of that but she was like telling me i'm crazy and yeah. um yeah but it was so fun they got us a barbecue right. I was wondering where the barbecue came from and like out of nowhere and that's nice. And I've you've been grilling up a storm lately. Oh my god, I made the best salsa verde. Just Oh, like, that looked bomb. Not to toot my own horn, but that was my first time ever making salsa verde and I killed it. Speaking of first, this is a question to everybody. I made lemon ricotta pancakes for the first time this weekend. Did you know the ricotta and lemon ricotta pancakes is ricotta cheese? Justin, you're kidding, right? No. What I, did you think it referred to? Wait a minute. A I different type of ricotta? A different, <laughs> another thing named ricotta? Like, I'm so confused. I didn't know. We all knew it, is the answer. We, yes, we all I, knew. <laughs> so wait, I'm looking up the recipe the night before, and the first one comes up, it says ricotta cheese. I was like, that's weird. Next. I looked up four different recipes. Like, this, this <laughs> You're to lying wrong. to me. You're lying <laughs> to me. Justin, Justin. And then I finally Justin. realized, I was like, oh shit, ricotta cheese and pancakes? That's nasty. <laughs> this is like the Galleria and the Grove all over again. Did you guys know lemon ricotta pancakes has ricotta in it? Yeah, only by the name. I literally had to ask Jackie, like, what? Because I don't know. This goes back to Jackie asking me to buy random cheeses from Trader Joe's, and it takes me forever to find them because I don't know what they look like. So she had to point out ricotta cheese to me. I made the pan. They were bomb, but weird yeah, as shit so that cheese goes in pancakes. What? Was Jackie like, I don't like Justin, my love? Are you okay? Like, of course, we all knew that there's ricotta in these pancakes. Yeah, it's, it's like a lot of the things that I just don't know, and she's just like, really? Yeah, but she's nicer about it than I am. She's a little more supportive. Like, yeah. Oh, absolutely. She Let just me teach like, you, you about you, this. You didn't have them as a kid. It's okay. I'm and like, I'm yeah, like, exactly. Justin, you psychopath. <laughs> So anyway, back to your salsa verde. I made lemon ricotta pancakes. They were great. That sounds they good. You need to send it. me that recipe. I've never made lemon ricotta pancakes. They were so bomb. Now I want to so make a, like a compote with it. Mm. Mm. Is like it compote blueberry. or compote? God damn it. 
Yes, it's compote, but I like compote. It makes it sound a little front. Honestly, I bet you in Europe they say compote. So, you know, you're just yeah. you're just well-traveled. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we've been – so um, barbecues in the South American culture, especially Argentinian, is um, a necessity in the home. So they were mortified to find out that we did not have a barbecue when they arrived. And Gustavo, bless his soul, was like, we have to go get these kids a barbecue like it was important yeah. to him that he went That's and got so one cute. for us and they told me but they didn't tell gonzo so they surprised him with the barbecue and he was very excited about it and now um the barbecue's now mine and i have taken it over i was that because i have not let gonzo gonzo's like oh yeah i'll help you barbecue i'm like no <laughs> it's a barbecue girl summer and yeah. that's what we're doing i like it what'd you do with the peaches Oh my god! I grilled the peaches. Grilled peaches is like a normal thing to do on a barbecue. Um, by the way, like someone needs to teach me if I'm doing grilled peaches wrong. Like, do you put oil on the peaches before you put them on, or do you just put them on like dry and then? Did they like stick? No, not not like I thought they would. But maybe that's because I was impatient and literally moving them every five seconds so that there was no time for them to stick. But I did like mm. a grilled peach, burrata, prosciutto, basil mm. salad. Interesting. Because I have a uh, grilling trick for you. Uh, Please. If you want things not to stick, yeah, you get like a potato and rub it over the top, like just a raw potato. And that helps yeah. things. So like if you're cooking chicken or fish, it's really helpful because they tend to break off. And then if you want to clean your grill, like we're used to like those metal um, brushes, yeah. but supposedly they can break off and then wind up in your food. Ew. Yeah, so the like natural way to clean your grill is an onion, half an onion, and heat it up like with it like super hot and then run that over. Help Justin, the way that I kept on saying like, aren't we supposed to use a potato for something? Like, don't I need to like clean it with a potato? Like, what am, why do I see people rubbing potatoes on the barbecue? Like, I brought up this potato 100 yeah. times and Gustavo and Gonzo were like, what are you talking about? Like, we're not having it's potatoes. Not... I was like, no, it's not about having the potato. It's like I'm supposed to use it for something. I just know it. So I thank don't think you. it's like an it's not an old school grill thing. Like I don't I've never seen like, you know, elder black people in my family use this trick. They just deal with it sticking or put aluminum foil over it. Um it's it's a TikTok Pinterest it's a TikTok thing. TikTok thing. Okay, well yeah. catch me with my potato next BBQ. <laughs> um, so it's fourth of July on Wednesday. With the day this it episode is. comes out. Oh, no. On Tuesday. So the day before this episode comes out. So tomorrow. Um, What are you guys doing? Are you doing anything patriotic? <clears throat> Don't love that word. But uh, <laughs> actually had a conversation with people about, you know, flags and patriotism in this climate. Anyway, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, yes, we are doing something. It's AJ's birthday on the 4th of July. So we are oh, going yeah. to the beach. So fun. Yeah. I'm in between another two night shifts, so we'll see how alive I am. Also have a yeah. wedding to prep for this weekend, so, you know. Oh, this weekend is weekend that you're doing the wedding. The joint wedding down in Anaheim. I'm also going to a wedding this weekend. Whose wedding? Maven Myron's. Our friends here. They're not married already? No, they got engaged. <gasps> I remember. Beginning of this year, end of last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, remember, yeah. There's some of our nice. good friends here, and I'm so excited to – I've never been to, like, a local Hawaiian wedding, so I'm excited. They're not local, but, like, in Hawaii, yeah, yeah. in my, like, down the street for me, so I'm excited yeah. about that. 
the venue is down the street from you? Well, it's on North Shore. And there's only oh. one street on North Shore, so everything's down the street. You know? <laughs> very true. Um, very cool. So is it like the whole crew, like, is baby Garrett making an appearance? No, no, no. These are these are our North Different Shore friends. friends. Separate friends, yeah. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Mm -hmm. Well, that sounds like a, a black. Are you guys going to, like, Uber there so you can drink? Like, what's the plan? Well, no, my mom and my aunt are going to be here. So they're going to – I'm going to have them drop us off so that they have the car so they're not, like mm. – deserted and then yeah. um i don't know maybe have them pick me up or try to uber there's not really uber in the countryside over here which yeah. is always a culture shock to people they're like yeah we could just go out well uber it's like okay you might have to wait 45 minutes for an uber like it's just yeah. not as common mm -hmm. but well yeah just have them pick you up what are they going to be doing bickering probably <laughs> <laughs> probably no my mom's like don't worry like i'll work out while you're gone i'm like only my mom would say that work out i feel like is I she had... gonna do like steeg and bring weights with her because i just remember at your wedding steeg brought like an entire gym and had it set up in the garage i was like bless that man oh bless him yes like he is dedicated the um consistency that that man has is admirable i could never like I haven't worked out in a week and it's going to be so hard for me to get back into working out, you know, like, yeah. but that's Discipline, why he does it every single day to just consistency, consistency. Dude, I remember he was curling like the size dumbbells that I would like squat with. <laughs> no, Jeez. this man is strong. Like he is so and he's ripped. And the fact and like console would be like, I can't work out with Steve because I can't keep up with Steve. And then I would never. But I want to like use his stuff because i want to get to be steak and it's so iconic it's and it's no, like it's only my mom would find a man that works out as much as she does oh my god More than well they met does. at the gym right yeah they met at the gym true true true, true. solid meat cute i mean if so you're really looking for somebody with like good di like discipline in their life healthy mm -hmm. where else meet at the gym it's a beautiful place there you go grocery stores health food stores and gyms yeah, not the club. Not the club. He's not at the club, girly. He's not at the club. <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like you had a great weekend. I am praying that you guys get a lot of sleep and a lot of you guys' time in these Thank nights. Thank you so much. Days. I'm going to go to bed at 8 p.m. the next two nights. But then, like, you got to hang out with Gonzalo. Yeah, we're hanging out by – we're cleaning the house. And that's a that's our quality time. No, we're gonna do a date night tonight. We we're like we okay. have to have a date night tonight. Perfect. You know, reconnect because Love it. I have so many things planned for my mom, my aunt, and I that Gonzo's just not a part of. I'm gonna take him to my oh. Akashic reader. Oh. And we're gonna see if we have any past lives together because that's just things the McGoldrick girlies like to do. Time out. Um, can I please get a recording of the reading? Of your aunt and your mom. Yes, I was More like, your... I, I texted my accountant. Right, I texted my accountant. I was like, Hey, I don't know if you do this, but like, my mom and my aunt are coming, and like, I would love to do a group reading with them to yeah. see, you know, it, you know, maybe it could be healing for us all. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's do it. And she was like, Yeah, I would love to do that. So I'm so interested because I did bring up my aunt, and my mom. You guys are gonna think I'm so weird. Whatever, it's already out there. I. In my last Akashic reading, I did ask her if um, my mom, my aunt, my grandma, and I were witches in past life because we all <coughs> thought that we were. 
and I have a white birthmark and usually like in the witch world <laughs> if you have a white out birthmark. of all the list of possibility of things I thought you was gonna come out of your mouth that was not anywhere on my radar wow it means that you were like burned as a witch or like you were burned you died in a fire if you have a white birthmark so mm -hmm. I was like in my mind, I created this, the narrative that I was a witch F. and I was burned at the stake. And that's why um, Midsommar or whatever that scary movie is where they burn all the people at the stake is so triggering to me. Just Lindsay things, you guys. This is how my mind works. <laughs> I'm being so serious. The funny part is like, I know you are. You're dead ass. Like I'm dead ass. Like I'm being so serious. Like this stuff fascinates me. I also got an alien talk. Oh, don't a what? Alien TikTok. Oh my God. Like I, I went down a bender and now like I shouldn't have because now my whole algorithm is screwed up and I'm like seeing these weird conspiracy theories about aliens and like the Anakis and like specific types of aliens and it's just a lot. Like, I don't know. If you don't believe aliens are real, I can't help you. Like, they've got to be. Uh, look, the, my thing about aliens is do I think they look like how we depict them? Absolutely no. not. But there has to be life somewhere else. Like, There's got to be. In other galaxies or just, like, other parallel universes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you and Jackie's theory about when you guys are dreaming – um, you guys are traveling to different universes, I think might be. We're thing. traveling because, to different parallel universes of our lives. Yes. Yes. Because honestly, Jackie, for the last few nights when I've been working, has been waking up exhausted. Like she's like, I feel like I didn't sleep at all. She's like, we call Just it her the, traveling. The last few nights. This is Jackie and I's reality. True. I will say night. consecutive, like yeah. for the last week, it's been happening like every night. And I'm like, girl, you need like a blunt something before you go to bed because you got to calm thoughts well i think like the fact that we are able to travel to our multi-universe self uh-huh uh-huh is cool and talented okay yes but you're like jean gray she has all this power but we need to contain it and put it in a little box or else right. you get we, the dark jackie we need to learn how to yield our power Exactly. Channel it to when you need it, but when you need sleep because you have guests coming, turn See, this that is shit why, off. See, this is why I go to the Akashic Reader to circle it back is just so she could help me understand. But, like, does understanding help calm these damn dreams down? Like, you guys have movies, not dreams, movies. I know. Uh, Justin and Gonzo are always encouraging Jackie and I to write down our dreams because they could be, like, a thriller movie and that's why Jackie and I don't like watching scary things is because we're dreaming it. Like I don't want to also watch it for entertainment. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just probably anxiety that we have decided is our superpower of traveling to parallel universes, but that's what helps us. Okay. Yeah. I think you guys can create like a series kind of like black mirror, like little mini episodes of just <gasps> random shit. Oh, okay. And they could just be called Jackie and Lindsay's dreams. We might need a slightly more creative title than that, but yeah, working title. <laughs> working this title, is... Lindsay and Jackie try to go to bed. <laughs> Why are Lindsay and Jackie always tired? Question mark. And then it'll just be our dreams. We're, we're workshopping that. That'll, okay. still not. If you guys have any ideas, you know, just throw them, throw them our way.
Oh my god! All right, should we get into our uh, trends? Yeah, we kind let's of talked about it. yours already. Yeah, we can just. I'll just wrap it up quickly. My trend of the week is barbecuing. No surprise if you follow me on Instagram. I've posted my barbecue four times this week. Um, it's iconic. It's changed my life. I'm going to be using it every day. And also, a good point to bring up is that when you barbecue, you're not heating up your house like with the oven and the stove and stuff. And Less it's summertime, mess. like. And my house doesn't have AC, so the fact that I would turn on my oven in this humid weather Mm -hmm. would be psychotic. So instead, I'll just fire up the BBQ at sunset, grill some veggies, grill some meat, live my life, make some salsa verde. And it's like way way less messy. You don't worry about grease splattering everywhere. Way less messy. It tastes different. Wait, I'm so sorry. I wanted to – I was trying to remember what story I wanted to tell you guys so badly, mm-hmm. and it just popped into my head as I was talking about barbecuing. It has literally nothing to do with it, but do you mind if I share? Totally. Okay, so Gonzo's, <laughs> Gonzo's family speaks Spanish, and this whole week there's been Spanish in my house the whole week, you know, and like I'm, I'm – it was nice because it's helping me learn more because we don't really hear it here in Hawaii like we did yeah. in California. So I got used to like – saying gracias and like using all my Spanish terminology like wherever whenever I'm whenever I can in a conversation so we're out at bonsai sushi and we're sitting there and the waitress like hands me something she's another white girl like a little 20 year old white girl and I'm like gracias to the one one white girl to another just because in my mind that's what you were supposed to say because I've been saying it all week and then another time we were at the store it was the same situation and I said gracias to her too and they were making so much fun of me but it's like my brain couldn't switch off like who I was speaking to fast enough because yeah. I was so tired and yeah. then Gonzo's mom um hit her toe on my couch and she was it was painful and I was like oh my gosh like quieres helado and I thought I was saying, do you want ice? But I was saying, do you want ice cream? And I was saying it over and over and over again. And I was like, you don't want helado? Like, seriously, no helado? Like, what do you mean? She's like, no. And she wasn't correcting me. She just was like, I don't need ice cream. It's don't like 10 a.m. Yeah. And she was like, oh, my gosh. Did Lindsay, like, get ice cream whenever she got hurt, like, growing up? And that's what she's trying to say. And then Gonzo came out and he, he she was telling him how she hurt her toe. And I was like, she said she doesn't want any helado. And he was like why would she want that? And I was like, <laughs> for her toe. He was like, you mean ice yellow? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. That's what I meant. So I was asking her if she wants ice cream over and over again, but I was trying, I thought I was saying, do you want ice? And I was so confused. <laughs> so anyways, that was my story. I wanted to share Bless it. your heart. You know, I am going to say I'm proud of you for trying and Thank putting you. yourself out there. Thank you. Even this is why I don't speak w- it. Because I'm not Way confident off. in what I'm saying. And it's embarrassing. Hey, you got to practice a little bit because Italian is very close to Spanish. So, Like, even me saying, quieres helado on this podcast makes me want yeah. to die because no one should hear me say it. It doesn't sound right. I'm going to have to say your accent's pretty trash. So, I, Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> of course. Of course it's trash. Look at me. Anyways, what's your trend? All right. Um, <laughs> uh, my trends goes hand in hand with yours. I think along with, which by the way, I love the fact that you're emphasizing barbecue girly summer because again, that's some weird stereotype that we have is that all oh, men are on the grill kind of thing. And No, it's so fun girlies. This... Kick your husbands off. Go barbecue. Absolutely. 
there's this there was this woman on this barbecue challenge show that I was watching on Netflix and she was killing it. So killing proud, to the, it. proud to the females. Um mine is finding a some kind of cocktail. Last week you talked about Aperol spritzes, but I'm saying some kind of cocktail and like mastering the shit out of it. Like not just mm-hmm. like making the first recipe you find on when you Google it or whatever. Like trying different <clears throat> different versions of the recipe, trying to add different things from this recipe, combining them like, and like taste testing with your partner or your roommates or whoever. And just yeah. like really nailing down and just honing in on this. Uh, ours this year or this summer is the spicy margarita. <gasps> and I, okay, that's what you guys were doing. Yeah. So if you saw my Instagram, I the next step was like, um, infusing the tequila with um, jalapenos and lime. And let me tell you, it took the margarita to the next level. Really? Like, Did it change oh it? My, it totally, like, we didn't have to rely on, like, other things to make it spicy. Mm-hmm. Like, um, muddling jalapenos in it or, like, Tabasco sauce. It really gave it, like, that kind of, like, base spice to it. Um, I still need to find a way to give it that, like, I don't know how to describe it, like, that, like, kind of like salty spice to it Mm. i don't know how to describe this is a horrible description but i'm still working on it let's just say that but it's slowly coming along um it's a pineapple one but i also have like a mango one that i want to try somebody sent me a blood orange one that i also want to try have you been seeing what's going viral on tiktok the summer drink a hot Mm -hmm. honey peach margarita send that I'll send it to you. It's that, that one girl. You know how um, this is like a whole culture I didn't know existed, but all the yeah. rich families in the Hamptons hire personal chefs for the summer. And then oh, yeah. these personal chefs are all like young and cool and they make mm-hmm. TikToks of like every meal that they're doing. Well, mm-hmm. my favorite yeah. one, her name is Meredith, I think. And she showed us how to make the hot honey peach margarita. And I've been you know seeing what? everyone recreate it. You're the second person to bring up this Meredith chick to me because somebody else I was talking about. What is her name? I think it's just like Meredith. I don't know. Let me find Um, it. You're the second person to bring up this like Hamptons chef person who makes drinks to me. Yeah. No, she's really cool. She lives in New York, obviously. Meredith Wishbone Kitchen. Wishbone Kitchen. Okay. Yeah. I'll take a look. And she made the um, hot honey peach margarita and everyone's making it. So that would probably be so good with your spicy tequila. Absolutely. I'll bet. All right. Okay. Well, once you perfect it, like drop the recipe, make us a little tutorial. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, working on it. It's been a lot of fun. Um, definitely. I like mezcal more, but Jackie likes tequila. So I'm having to jump back and forth between the two. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's been fun. So fun. I love that. I'm going to learn too. Okay. Well, those are our trends. They were very summery. Um, Let's get into the stories because, of course, every celebrity decided to drop some news the literal day that our last episode came out. So we're just going to talk about those things now. Can you say they, like, dropped it that day? Because a lot of these are, like, sudden, like, not No, yeah, because our first story, it happened on a Sunday and they dropped the story on Wednesday. Oh, I, yes, I thought you, the way you made it sound is like the celebrity announced this. Oh, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I don't think Madonna planned this out. Madonna did not plan this news, but we'll talk uh, about speaking it. Speaking of, 
<clears throat> so um, last week, uh, yeah, on Wednesday, they announced that Madonna wound up hospitalized. It was to the point where she was like in the ICU. She had Crazy. like first stories was like she had some like severe bacterial infection um, that landed in the ICU. Um, but I've uh, come to find out like I guess her daughters or something commented saying that recently she's been really kind of putting her health on the back burner and perform or trying to rehearse and practice and plan for this tour she has coming up and she just like exhausted herself and we all know like when you're tired it's so much harder to fight off little colds and stuff like that and that's when you wind up sick yeah so it literally she danced her way into icu hospitalization um she is out but the tour is still I think it's postponed, not canceled. It's postponed. One of the uh, docs I was talking to, we randomly brought it up. She's like, yeah, I had just bought tickets the day before really? for her tour. Yeah. And then this happened. Like, she's going to get a refund. Yeah. But like, yeah, all of a sudden this happened. Um, it got, I didn't realize, first of all, that McDonald's 60 something. Um, yeah. She's I, been an uh, icon for years before we were even alive. Oh, absolutely. But. Of course, I pulled up pictures of Madonna, and Madonna now looks a lot different than Madonna from, like, 15 years ago. You know what I found really interesting about this story um, was that the sources, maybe, like, was mm -hmm. her daughters or whoever, kept on saying that she was trying to keep up and compete with people like Taylor Swift and Pink. Yeah. Um, Why? You're Madonna. Also, um, interesting that they threw in Pink. I thought they would have said Beyonce. Mm. Because Beyonce's, because they were saying like they're also on stadium tours right now. Yeah. So Pink, she yeah, wants yeah. to be as big as like these stadium tours. And obviously they've been getting a lot of attention. But like, I haven't seen anything about Pink Stadium Tour until like, which is our next story about someone threw something crazy at her on the stage. But like, yeah. beyond that, I haven't really heard anything about Neither Pink's have tour. I. So I thought it was interesting that they included her instead of Beyonce. I would have said, keep yeah. up with Beyonce. I don't know. But like, why do you, you don't have to, you don't, you're have in to. a completely different league of your own. Like, like, I don't say this in like a bad or negative way. Like you're not at your peak right now. You are touring for nostalgia purposes for the people who grew up listening to your music. Like, I doubt you're going to, she's getting like new young listeners. Like Taylor Swift is like Taylor well, Swift is. On confusing rise. or not confusing it must be stressful when your fan base like madonna's is a little bit skews a little bit older where they're not making mm -hmm. tiktoks and instagram True. posts and so you're yes. not seeing daily like the hoopla for madonna's tour but there's yeah just as many people that are excited about madonna going on tour than taylor Swift. it's just a different demographic that's not Absolutely. necessarily like promoting that on social media that's not how they grew up that's not what they like their minds yeah. go and to that be secure in your success and knowing that like you know you have your like um i think like taylor swift speaks to like the lgbtq but like people call madonna like mother like mothers yes. out there mothering like she is like the lgbtq like icon for that yeah. community so like you know tap like before padam padam it was madonna and voguing in the ballrooms and yeah do you know what padam padam means no it's Padam it's Padam. Can you spell that for me? Like P A D A M, I think. It's this song by this woman who is now been taken like by the gay community, and it means like going out and having like a gay glorious time. 
And supposedly it's oh. like the whole gay community knows this. And like you can say, oh, or, you know, tonight's about to be padam padam and it's about to be lit. No one has shared this with me and I'm upset. I would love well, to be saying padam padam. Padam padam? Padam padam. Well, we're not in the. Oh, it's in not the, for me. It's not for you. Like, That's why I, I would not go and say, oh, tonight's about to be padam padam. It's not okay, okay. for me to okay. say that. Thank no. you for educating me on that. Imagine me yeah. now saying gracias to white racists and then saying padam padam. Yeah. Don't yeah. go doing that on your Instagram because that right. won't be. Thank you. Cool. This is a yeah. PSA for us all. Yeah. For me, especially. Oh, it's a song by Kylie, um, Kylie Minogue. Yeah, it's called First Pop Smoke, now this. Like, I know nothing about what's happening in music. Like, I've officially reached that age that I am no longer keeping up with what's coming out and what's going on. Like, I have no idea. Really? Like, Lil Uzi Vert came out with a new album. Gunna came out with a new album. Um, uh, Corday came out with a song. I don't think that that's, like, really my demographic. Um, As much as I would... I would love for it to be, and I'm jealous of the girlies that are because they're always so much cooler than me that, like... yeah. Like when Olivia you said Rodrigo they were all, they all the knew all the songs, Pop Smoke songs and like all the lyrics. And then Gonzo showed me some Pop Smoke. I was like, wow, they're so much cooler than me, your um, <laughs> cousin and her friends. It's yeah, like yeah. I have no no idea. And I knew one little snippet of a Pop Smoke song because it's like a TikTok song, you know? And yeah, that's my knowledge. Yeah. Well, I think because <clears throat> I, I talked to our buddy Graham a lot and he said he used to be really into music too, but he kind of this is like, I don't have the time anymore. I've kind of like he says like aged out of keeping up with music. This is why everybody needs the, a friend who shares music with them or a DJ friend. Just saying. Yeah. They're that's great why to we have. have you, Justin. They peep you on new shit. You're yeah, welcome. For sure. I did hear Olivia Rodrigo's new song though. Vampire. Oh, yes. uh, it's whatever to me. I, you know, I think she might fall victim to the sophomore song that most artists most artists do and also like Mm -hmm. the way her first album came out was so iconic and like filled with drama that everyone was on the edge of their seat like listening to every single lyric and um she's not living a drama filled life anymore because we don't want her to for her mental health obviously and we're just not as like (gasps) what is she gonna say which is toxic for for her and it's toxic of us. us it sounds so bad <laughs> and that's literally what her song is about yeah it's so, a cute song it's good i'm excited for her whole album yeah well you have to stand behind you saying you like olivia rodrigo more than taylor swift so you're the one that needs to come and tell us all the olivia rodrigo updates oh I, I definitely will. I still need to – you and Tosh sent me all the Taylor Swift songs and I, like, screenshotted them. I haven't made myself a playlist yet to study. Just do it. It'll be so fun. You'll love it. I'm like – Drive. Go on a drive and listen to them in the car with it really loud. That's the way. That's you, the way. Do you realize how long my commute is? It's ten, barely 10 minutes. What about the other one? Isn't that a little bit further? I don't drive out there anymore. Okay, No. Because I got a uh, that ER job, I got one at the local oh, hospital, so I don't have to drive out so there. So now anymore. you're always at that hospital. Always at Cottage, and uh, it's a ten minute drive. Damn. Okay. Well, just go on a beach drive. That sounds like when you're driving to Anna Crime for the for the wedding this weekend. Oh. Turn it up. Other things I'd rather listen to for two hours. No, no. This is trust. You're gonna arrive and be like. I'm just a girl 
living in a world like I'm the main character. <laughs> okay, I will. Okay, this is me holding. You're gonna hold my me accountable. You and Tosh, when I drive down to Anaheim, especially because I'm driving by myself because we're taking separate cars, I will put together the Taylor Swift um, playlist and I will listen on the way down there. I feel as though you and Jackie should since you're caravanning, right? Or she's, uh, she's leaving a day later. Oh, okay. Well, you guys should like listen both listen to it in the car. You can make it for both of you and then she can like explain it to you. Why does she need to explain it to me? I don't know. <laughs> you don't think I can sympathize for a white girl? No. And- it's meaning like if you're just not caring enough to really listen, you know? Oh, got it, got it, got it. Like how I did with you with with Olivia Rodrigo when I made you listen to all that and I gave you the backstory. Like, it did make you more interested in the song. That is very true. So, But Jackie doesn't listen to Taylor Swift, so she cannot explain it. I know, but Jackie's friends with Swifties, so she's aware. I almost would argue she cares less than I do. No, I'm I'm not arguing that she cares more. (laughs) Okay. I'm just arguing that she knows more. I I don't even know if you'd win that argument, but okay. Jackie okay, is well, very much like a like she was obsessed with like Kygo and like Tropical House. Like you that know is what? Her You're jam. so right. Jackie's kind of like a rave girly, low key. Oh, I, like she loves Fred again. Yeah, which we're going when he comes to here to L.A. Um, yeah, like one of me and Jackie's first concerts together was Alesso way back in the yes. day. Yes, front row, like. She likes her EDM music. She loves she's a good, it. She's a beat girly is what she says. She doesn't listen to lyrics. I'll like be playing her like a DJ set. And DJs, you like play on words. Like you take um, um, like Up by Cardi B and you play it into everybody's hands go up. And yeah. they say like you use that play on words. And I'll mm-hmm. like play that for Jackie. I was like, oh, do you get it? She's like, get what? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like it said up she's in this like, song. And I'm I not it and even said, paying attention to the up words. In the, She's like, That's oh, I was so just listening to the beat. Okay, yeah, so I, girly. I'm so opposite. Like, if a, if a song doesn't have words for longer than thirty seconds in the intro, like, I like, I'm out. I need the emotion of the words to like. So, like, you're not an EDM person. No. But I like certain ones because some of them have song, like have lyrics, Odessa. like obviously, like Odessa. Yeah, like. But Rufus. if it's just a beat, it drives me nuts. And Gonzo and Jackie are the same. Another reason why Gonzo and Jackie are the same person is that Gonzo is the same thing. He just likes the beats and he'll just like, we'll be sitting here with people over or something and he'll just mm-hmm. turn on a, like a set that's just beats and no words. Yeah. And it like something, it makes my skin crawl. Like I need a story to be told. We need to sing along. I want to sing need. along. Like yeah. give me the mic. Like let's stand I on want- stage emotion i want to know what that yes. artist is feeling i what want to connect with mean? them what does this mean like does it mean dance like what's the beat for what are we what are we beat bopping for <laughs> give me some context <laughs> yes that's the vibe so true facts we got way off topic okay yeah um madonna i hope you're doing okay and just know that we we love you we're excited for you and no one's expecting you to to Compete dance you could literally walk out on a stage age in a bra and people would be like mother like you don't like we want you to be healthy and just a reminder to us all you know you can't over overdo yourself exactly coming from a person who hung out with 21 year olds last week like that time has passed that time has passed it was a fun time yes it was so anyway next story 
This is all you because I don't really know anything about these. Oh, see, it's in I green. scrolled down too far, and I thought we were talking about Raquel next, but we're no, not. No. Um, uh, the next one is we talked about it a little bit earlier. Is <clears throat> there's this like new trend? I don't. Even, I hate to even call it a trend, but it People first started like with there was like this guy who literally threw his phone at BB Rexa, busted her eye open where she had to have stitches. And he ended up getting arrested. And the re when they asked him why, he's like, I thought it would be funny, asshole. Then next you hear at the Pink concert, somebody threw ashes on stage. Their Weird. mother's ashes? Their mother's ashes on stage. Like, that was the next thing I heard. Then it was, I don't know who this person is. I'm not going to lie. Kelsey, Kelsey Ballerini. Ballerini. She's a country, she's an icon. She's a country singer. Somebody threw a bracelet and, like, literally hit her in the eye where she had to stop. And, like, little Nas X, somebody threw... Part of my French, a pocket pussy up on stage. What's a pocket pussy? So think of like a dildo for women as a pocket pussy is to men. Oh, like a flashlight? Yes, like a flashlight. Okay, I didn't know we were ca calling those pocket pussies anymore. You know, yours is a much more all. incognito name. Yeah, than I was like, I didn't know we were just like putting it out there like that. <laughs> I thought... We were calling it something else. My bad. I'm vulgar. My, that's my fault. Anyway, somebody threw, somebody threw that on stage at the Little Nas X. And it's like, I this goes back to, I think that because of social media and our ability now to like talk shit about people behind a computer screen, it makes us feel more emboldened. I think that has transitioned to now when people pay to watch a sport, watch an act, they feel ownership over that person that they're like... Yeah supposed to just perform for them mm -hmm. and they owe them that performance and they can do whatever they want. This goes back to like fans saying crazy shit to athletes in the state um, in sports paparazzi. And, then it, and the paparazzi like harassing people. And then when these people in these or these athletes or these stars react, we're like, oh, they shouldn't do that. Like, no, these people yeah, are being like, assholes. Don't be famous then. Oh, yeah, like they're treating them subhuman like they're like animals inside of a, a zoo cage to perform at yeah. your whim. We have and more respect I, for the animals. Way more. And so I hate this trend. There, it's, it's starting to become a thing. People just throwing random crap on stage and it's got to stop. Like it's going to ruin concerts for people. Like some artists have like literally, I forgot who it was, but he said like if somebody throws one more thing on stage, I'm leaving. And literally, somebody just went and decided to throw their phone up on the stage, and the dude just stopped mid-act and just walked off stage. I forgot who yeah. this was. This was, like, months ago. It's also it's just ridiculous. for general safety. Like, yes, you just shouldn't be doing that. It's not funny. No one thinks it's funny because everyone else that's there also paid to watch yep. this show. And now they're also having to pay to watch the performer pause and acknowledge something that you thought was funny that's only funny to you and then you're going to mm -hmm. get in trouble for it it just doesn't make sense why um all of a sudden there's been like this like uptake uptake of of throwing things on stage i think bb Rexes was so scary because like that was like phone? an intimate theater and a man just like chucks a phone in her face sir are you okay wellness check on you the woman who threw her mother's ashes at Pink made her wellness check on you. Like, First of you all, think your mom wants to be punted like, across? What was like the that? thought process? Like, were you initially saying like, oh, my mom really liked Pink. I want what? her to go to the concert with me. And then you just got so overwhelmed with emotion that you felt like she needed to meet Pink face to face. And so then you threw them. Like, what was the thought process? She was like, that my mom, like, 
I know it could have been like, oh, my mom and I used to listen to Pink or like we had yeah, this song together. Innocent. But like that doesn't mean that Pink needs to touch your mother's ashes. Like you could have just taken her with you in your in your bag, you know, like have a, a Which, private moment. Also kind of odd, but, you know, I'm not here to judge. People do people do way crazier things than bring their mother's ashes to concerts, you know, like that. You could have just done that. And she probably, you know what, your mom would have wanted to attend Pink's concert with you, not be punted across the concert and thrown onto stage. And then where Pink was like, I don't want to touch this. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine. Well, what like even the, flesh, the fleshlight, like, is this a used fleshlight? Like, what? is it used? Shut up. <laughs> Disgusting. Like, did the person use this and then throw it on stage? Like. Also, it's, like, interesting to see what objects get thrown at which people. Because, obviously, like, it would be, like, it doesn't seem that wild that one of Lil Nas X's fans it doesn't. threw a flashlight. Does it. Like, it, it's on brand. Like, and then you think about, like, guys like Drake, Chris Brown are very used to, like, bras and panties bras being and panties. thrown on Bras and panties, yeah. Stage. But, like, someone could hit you in the eyeball with a bra and it barely does anything to you. It just startles you. But, like. Yeah. But phones. Phones, bracelets, bracelets, ashes. Not acceptable. A no-no. no no. What happened to flowers? Even flowers would be great. Flowers would be. Oh. Wow. Why don't ha- Why don't Jackie and I have dreams about us being on stage and getting roses thrown at us? Like that would be a great dream to have. You know why you don't have you dream, you don't dream about that is because Gonzo and I make it seem like that's your everyday life and you don't have to dream about it. Okay, sure. That wasn't good? I think that was good. Yeah, it was good, except I'm not getting roses thrown at me currently. We do it hypothetically. Through your actions. Exactly. Okay, sure. Sometimes I would like roses thrown at me, though. Just actual that out there. Yeah, or like (laughs) peonies or, you know, daffodils, lilies. So... Are you going to clean it up after I throw them at you or? No, no. Like I just want to be asleep and then I like wake up and I'm just like covered in roses and I'm like, oh my God, how did this happen? And like my cup of coffee is like warm on my bedside table and like I can smell lemon ricotta pancakes being made and I'm like, oh my God, how did this work? Who did this? It's crazy You're not in a music video. (laughs) Yes, I am in my mind at all times. Sounds like an old school Usher music video, like him serenading her in the well, morning. Well, that's what I was raised on. Okay, Justin, so that's what I'm expecting. <laughs> anyway, okay. that's Lindsay's fantasies is really being woken like up with myself. I'm exposing myself for the psychotic human being that I am. Like, thank God we only have like 200 followers at this point. <laughs> Uh, okay, we digress. next story. <laughs> Raquel Levis is finally in talks for the Vanderpump Rules Season 11 return. Um, so she's currently still in the mental health facility receiving treatment. We love that for her. Happy for her that she's there. And she hasn't seen anyone from the cast since they filmed the reunion back in May. Um, so it's been a while. And she's taken the time and... She- so for some reason now she's in negotiations. She wants to go back on the show, but the 
the sources say that the salary negotiations are, you know, priority for Raquel and her team. Yeah. But she's trying to go for that money grab. <clears throat> Honestly, as she should. She's in a mental health facility. Like, oh, you're going to take my mental yeah. health? Like, you better be paying me. These these people don't get paid as much as we think that they do. Like, we mm-hmm. see their apartments think, in L.A. Like, they're not nice. I think they get paid more in, like, these, in like, brand like deals. they get paid to do brand deals and stuff exactly. like that. Not as much from the, the television. And this like, season yeah. of Vanderpump Rules, where Raquel was the actual villain, brought mm-hmm. in more viewership and more sponsorships and more commercial and advertisers that wanted to be on Bravo Network. So she does. She does deserve a raise in her in her paycheck for that. Although I don't agree with what she did. She did bring the eyeballs and exactly. she deserves to get paid. Exactly. You know, and they all they all deserve a salary increase after that because this is their real lives at the end of the day. You know, like this mm-hmm. really happened to Ariana. This is really happening to Raquel. Where is um Scan or Sandoval in okay, all so this? Is he's, he he's also he's already he signed on. He was like the first person to sign back on. Like Sandoval needs the money. He's he single handedly is paying his band where they're staying, their travel for the tour. Like he pays the band members. Like it's all his personal funds. So like he needs the show. So aka his band makes no money, so he's just self funding. He makes yeah, he self funds the band. Like he pays mm. the guitarist to play with him. You know, yeah. like he's not this is not just like a group of friends that are doing this for funsies and like hoping to make it big. Like this they're is employees. They're employees of Tom Sandoval. Um, so he needs he needs the salary, he needs the show. Um, they've already started filming, which is crazy. I can't wait to see what this next season's gonna bring. I do I am concerned about Raquel's mental health. I'm not sure that reality TV is the place for her, but mm-hmm. you know, not my decision. Well, I beg to differ that reality TV is really the place for anyone because it does something to a lot of people. So so true. But this was like on a international scale that she's just like the main villain of this story that has taken flight. Well, I think this whole thing pushed it from like a niche culture to like pop culture. To pop culture. Exactly. Like people who had never heard of Vanderpump or even gave a shit yeah knowing about it talking about it discussing it it really shifted Vanderpump to like something that people used to watch 10 years ago Mm -hmm. to like like you said earlier in one of our earlier episodes like people will remember where they were when they found out about Scandal (laughs) yes yes so they will yeah so we'll see. Um, I'm sure she's coming back. She probably wants to redeem herself. And I do think that there's a world in which she's forgiven and like she moves forward with some of the other cast members. Um, I don't think that this means Sandoval and Raquel are going to date or be together yeah. by any means. But I think that will continue to be a storyline through, honestly, the next couple of seasons because it's just so weird. And... I don't know. I hope that the time that she's taken for herself in this facility has, you know, helped her. And Ariana's in a good place. She has a new man. She's surrounded by lots of love. She has lots of money from all her new brand deals. Like, Mm -hmm. she did – Raquel did Ariana a favor. And I think Ariana knows that, that I think 
she wouldn't be friends with her again, but she would be like indifferent to where she's not like triggered by her being in the same room or anything, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's going to take a while though. Yeah. <clears throat> so for sure. Okay. All right. Um, next one is also uh, dealing with mental health and somewhat sad, but um, I, I feel like this kind of, I'm less like worried about this because it sounds like this person is very adept to their mental health state. So mm -hmm. I'm talking about uh, Pete Davidson enters rehab, prioritizing his mental health journey. So apparently he checked himself back into a mental health facility, but some friends and sources have been saying like, you know, this is something that Pete does on a regular basis. When he starts to feel himself going off the rails, he kind of says, Hey, I just needs to recenter myself, reground myself and, you know, come back to baseline, which to me, I think sounds like somebody who's really self-aware. Yeah, I think and, it's admirable. And super admirable. And I, I think it's less of like, oh, he's in a crisis having to go check himself in. I think this is just like, hey, like going in for a tune-up. And I don't yeah, need to make light of it, but that's what it kind of sounds like. And I commend him for doing it and kind of bringing a face to more men's mental health and mm -hmm. being okay with you know, needing to go get like inpatient help sometimes. Yeah. It's like he takes accountability of his behavior of how mm -hmm. it's affecting the people around him. And he yeah. realizes that he needs, he can't be the best person for his, his mom, his sister, his girlfriend, unless he's the best person to himself. And that's mm -hmm. admirable. So I'm happy for him that he does this. And this is something that he would like joke kind of when he was dating Kim about Kanye, like, take the meds, like go to the facility. Like they're not trying to trap you. Like he was like there, Kanye's whole thing was, you know, they're manipulating me. They're trying to control me. It's like, they're not trying to control you. They're trying to assist you in, you know, like yeah. being able to live with this, with your mental health and like befriend it rather than dismiss it or yeah. negate it. So I think it's really, really cool. And, you know, it was mentioned his girlfriend, Chase Suey Wonders, is standing by him. Um, yeah. All of his friends are, like, very supportive. And apparently he's at the same place that, like, a lot of SNL celebrities do. <laughs> yeah, so it's a celebrity <laughs> rehab center. So Yeah, which, I mean, we've only heard about, but they're very plush. Yeah, they're nice. You know, it's not like he's going and sitting in a white chair and he's, like, attached to the chair. Like, he's, like, taking accountability, working through his emotions yeah. getting the support that he needs so that he can come out like as a better man for himself and for the people around him admirable Do, snaps to you good job good job do you think it was the PETA call that put him over the edge you know maybe because i feel like the PETA followers and stands probably really went in on him but also maybe this is just like a regular thing that he feels like he has to do um, when he, you know, feels a little bit triggered and maybe something happened that we don't know about that triggered him. Um, yeah, I don't, I mean, I hope it's not the PETA thing cause that'd be ridiculous and yeah. dumb. Well, he, the PETA know. thing happened and then he, remember he also ran his car into the house in Beverly Hills and he just uh, got, um, I don't know, the sentencing or whatever, like for that so maybe a series of events that led to this hey look uh, bluntness all bluntness like if more people did this we might have less of these you know celebrities who wind up 
taking their own lives if we took more like check-ins and made it more okay to get this help way before we get to that point it's also easier to forgive people that have done these crazy things when they Mm -hmm. take accountability for their actions and then go to work on them yeah absolutely it's like oh it's like we're all gonna forgive you that you made this huge mistake or that you fucked up because we're seeing that you're taking the initiative to take steps to improve yourself and that's all that matters unlike the person who just continues to go down a very not okay path and just refuses all help and takes no in like a victim mentality rather than Mm -hmm. understanding that there's something that could be done it's all a spectrum and i know that it you know it takes a minute to get to that place to accept help and know that you know you need the help so kudos to pete kudos pete we're happy for you okay next story last story is chrissy teigen and john legend welcome a baby via surrogate which this was wild news to hear considering they just had chrissy just gave birth to baby Esty five months ago so she was i didn't know all this yes so she just announced like they had she she announced she was pregnant she had the baby yes and five months now Baby Esty's five months old, and then she took to her Instagram to like put out the statement, like, "Here, welcome, my new baby via surrogate." So you can almost say John Legend had two women pregnant at the same time. He absolutely had two women pregnant at the same time. The scandal. So basically, what she outlined, and I was appreciative of this. She said it. She posted to her Instagram. She didn't like go to page six to announce her pregnant yeah. birth. And then they like sources said, no, like she literally wrote on her Instagram after they lost baby Jack, she always wanted four kids. So she was going, they were looking into having two surrogates at once to one to carry a boy, one to carry a girl to have like a twin situation. Cause she wasn't sure that she'd be able to carry like emotionally again. Uh-huh. And then after like a therapy appointment, she, re- she said to, John, like, I just want to try to carry a baby one more time. And they went through IVF Mm -hmm. and she got pregnant. At the same time, they were still going through with the surrogate because they weren't sure if the IVF was going to take, you know? So, like, they were doing Uh, the two things at once. And um, fun fact, their first two kids, Miles and – what was the other one's name? Miles and Luna were also conceived through IVF. So – that's interesting. She never had like a traditional pregnancy, which just shows us women that pregnancy comes in all forms. And um, yeah, so when when she got pregnant, she got pregnant before the surrogate did. The surrogate, the first time it didn't take, the second time it did. And they became like besties with the surrogate. So she was over at their house all the time. She mentioned they would watch Vanderpump Rules together. Surrogate's name was is Alexandra. She said that mm-hmm. she's part of her family. They treated her like family, and then she just gave birth to their son, Ren Alexander Legend, af- middle name after Alexandra, the surrogate. The surrogate. That's really cool. And I, for two things. One, this sounds expensive as shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is a celebrity thing. Like, this is not for us common like, people. I, doing IVF and uh, surrogate at the same time, like, holy hell. That's like. Holy hell. Like, would you say like hundreds of thousands of dollars? Like, yes. Because I feel like from what I know about surrogacy is 
you know, the more money you pay, because it's not like a set thing across the board. Like, oh, no. to be a surrogate, it really is like the more money you pay, the I don't like to use the word control you have over the surrogate's life, but the more input you can like, you know, you need to have yeah. this kind of diet. I need you to do this. Or during. like the quality, like you can choose like, yeah, exactly. The diet that the surrogate has, yeah. the, the like mentality the surrogate has, like what their day-to-day -day looks like what their yep. family life is like, you know, all factors yep. that could influence a pregnancy. Like, I feel like Kim Kardashian's surrogate isn't eating McDonald's every day, you know? No, Kim Kardashian's surrogate was getting delivered meals from Kim Kardashian's chef. Like, yeah. and they take care of them, you know, because yeah. it's they're they're carrying their child. And I will say, like, I've, I've known somebody personally who was a surrogate just for, like, a modest family. And that paid a lot. And so I can only fathom what these celebrities are paying these women yeah yeah because it, if you think about it it's like a year of it's yeah. giving your your body away for a whole year yeah. and being pregnant is physically and emotionally demanding mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. postpartum is physically and emotionally demanding yes. yeah. so it's just oh my gosh actually we went and visited um little blonde baby and yeah. being Andy's, her mom is here helping. And so we went over there for brunch with Gonzo's parents. And I have never seen them so exhausted in their lifetime. It's like they don't, they're so tired. Like I looked at them and I was like, you have never been more tired in your life. Like it is insane. The exhaustion that's just like over their faces. What, how does bed be Elio now? He's um, three weeks. I, Jackie and I were just talking about, we've been talking about babies a lot because friends have been having kids and people keep yeah. asking us. Um, we keep talking about, she's about the, the first three weeks are just, you simply have to get through them. And we don't, we shouldn't, you know, romanticize those first three weeks. No. And it was, she was like, you will not be doing your podcast at this time. She was like, you will have to pause the podcast because she's oh, yeah. like, there's like, no way. There's no. no way you'll be able to. And I was like, damn. But she, still, she's like looking cute in her little dress, having us over for brunch, but they yeah. were tired. And it was I a mean, good sure reality they check for my up, ovaries. They probably mustered up all the energy they had just to yeah. have you over for those few hours. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So um, what were we talking about? Uh, Chrissy Teigen oh, and Chrissy John Legend's Teigen. baby, surrogate. <laughs> Um, that's crazy that they were both pregnant at the same time and they were trying to do two surrogacies at the same time to have twins. That's pretty, it's pretty gnarly. Um, yeah. John Legend out here, like, uh, Nick Cannon just got multiple babies and multiple women at the same time. I know. Wild. And she's like, okay, now we're done. Like our family's complete. So they got so, four kids, four kids. See, that's another, like. After my experience with grocery shopping for four, you know, 21-year-old girls and how much I spent for yeah, but four Justin, days at Costco. You're, yeah, but you're comparing – 21-year-old girls eat a lot more than four little kids and you're buying alcohol. Like you're not buying alcohol for your kids. Hold up. First of all, let me finish. Second of all, all I'm saying is kids are expensive and to have more – like four children, I think you have to like – for me, logically, like mm -hmm. you got to be wealthy as shit to feasibly yeah. economically like live in California and have four kids. Like if you live in like, 
I don't know, Montana with four kids? Go right ahead. Pop them out. A dime a dozen. Whatever. But four kids in L.A. or Santa Barbara or New York, Hawaii, that's expensive. You're so right. I think about that often as well because I would love to have – I would love to have four kids if I was rich. Oh, no. But because yes. I would just like love to have a big family and I think yeah. it'd be so fun and I would like love to have my children to have multiple siblings. Yeah. But I also, you know, like to travel and I like to shop and – yeah. I, I can't. Yeah, I hesitate to say this, but in all honesty, like Jackie and I are very much on a one kid path. The only way I would consider having two is if I was in a completely different tax bracket. And I know that sounds fucked up and you can judge me for it, but. Yeah, I mean, it's personal to everyone. You yeah. know, what works for you works for what you. What I want to provide for my kid and all that, like me personally, like I would have to yeah, be up there to do that. For sure. It is a daunting feeling. Gonzo's mom was like, Holding Elio being like, I'm ready. Look how beautiful I look with a baby. Like, no pressure, but I'm ready for a baby. And I'm like, okay. And here's the thing. Child? I also like really want a baby. Like, I would love yeah. to get pregnant. We all know. Soon. Like, I'll get pregnant in Italy on our honeymoon. Like, I love that for me. But it is the the money aspect is very daunting. However, Gonzo's mom yeah. did tell me I was telling her this because I was like, you know, yeah. I would get pregnant now. But like yeah. I don't feel like I'd be able to give the life. And she told me the story that, you know, like when she got pregnant with Gonzo, they were newly immigrated to the U.S. She was mm -hmm. not planning on having – she's like, we lived with people. Like we weren't planning on having a baby. But like once Gonzo came, like everything fell into place. And there's like a saying in – South America, and I'm not going to say it in Spanish, but it's like a baby brings like a loaf, comes with like a loaf of bread under their arm. Like they bring prosperity with them. And she goes, that's when everything started lining up and working out for them was when Gonzo came in that he's never gone without. And they've been, she believes that he helped bring prosperity to their family. Unless my child comes with like an endorsement deal to Nike. <laughs> You're like, I don't need any more bread. I want an endorsement deal from Nike. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't do gluten, so. Oh. You don't? What about the lemon ricotta pancakes? I mean, I'm joking. I do, I do gluten, but, like, I don't need more bread. I know. But, you know, like, bread, you know, bread money, that's what it's saying. Oh. Like I mean, brains. yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Like if my baby came out with a Gerber baby deal, bet. I'll start popping them out left and right. You guys would have a Gerber baby though. Like it would be cute enough to be a Gerber baby. Yeah. But like, do people use Gerber baby food anymore? I feel like I every, think Gerber like, is a big baby brand. Is it really? I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like the circle, maybe I'm just around a bunch of bougie ass people. It's like everybody makes their baby's food. Facts. <laughs> Facts. They're like, oh, you bought baby food? I made mine. I pureed my carrots from the farmer's market this morning. You're going to feed your baby processed baby food? That's like you don't how... have a garden in your backyard that you feed your baby from? Like, no. My no. baby only gets produce from the farmer's market. Organic. Pesticide free. That's a, See, that's what I'm talking that's about. What I'm ta like... That's how we will be. We're making fun of people that we will be. And that's why we need to be rich. Exactly. It's just like I we want to be able to provide those things. And like if my kid wants to learn whatever, like I want to be able to do that and or do, like, yeah. Same, but I so. also just like 
want a baby. So hmm. I don't have that same desire. So my I know bad. everyone's on okay, a guys. Timeline, huh? Everyone's just on a different timeline. Absolutely. I was talking to one of the husbands this weekend about how our wives tend to make all these baby packs with people, and like almost none of them hold true. Like everybody ends up having oh, yeah, a no. little bit different timeline. Um, and I was like, yeah, Jackie's done signed up for like four different baby packs and here we are. No Because child. it sounds so fun. Like I would love to line up a pregnancy with one of my friends just to like have the support yeah. and, you know, celebrate and be excited together. And, you know, your life really change a lot, changes a lot when you have a baby. So you want like the people around your, you to like understand that change that you're going through. Yeah. So you have, feel like you have support, someone to talk to. So I totally get that. I would love that. I'm, I feel very fortunate that I have so many friends that are moms already that I'm already going to have like that community, but being yeah. the first person in your group seems so scary. Absolutely. And especially if you're the first person in like way before everyone else. Yeah. And like, listen, all of my friends and our moms are like actually the best, cutest moms ever. And you know, they will tell us, they, they would listen to this conversation and say to us, you guys are delusional. Like, it's not like that at all. You'll be fine. It's really not that serious. And your love for your baby overtakes all. It is. I was thinking about that big baby. <laughs> there's a lot of big babies. Yeah, there are. There are a lot of big babies, but there's some that are very big. <laughs> okay, that wraps it up for pop culture. Let's chat about some TV, Justin. Some you finally TV. started watching The Bear? Yes. Oh, my God. And first of all, I'm past you because I had What's... to get to episode six. Okay. We just watched the episode where um, the cutie pastry chefs in Denmark. Amsterdam? Amsterdam. Yeah. But that's who I was talking about, Will Poulter. Everybody, the internet yes, went then, ablaze. Okay. Right when he came on the screen, I was like, Justin told me that he was going to be in this. Like... I'm a straight male, but Will Poulter with like the tattoos, oh. the accent, making pastries. Oh, <laughs> tell me about it. Like, tell me about it. I was like, damn. this is the guy from We Are the Millers. Talk about a glow up. Oh my God. Talk about a glow up. Do you remember his eyebrows? <laughs> yes. I was like, I didn't think he was hot ever. Now I'm like, okay. Whew. Yeah, no. He, Maybe that he, pastry. Yeah, I the, you know the whole time I thought he was gonna be that like super mean chef and like blow up at him, but Ugh. like he was so like loving and like just do it again, do it patient, again, patient, but stern, Very you know, patient. like yeah, you're fine. I'm not gonna baby you, but like I'm not gonna be mean to you. Yeah, which I thought that was really cool. Yeah, really cool mentor. That episode was really dope. I like that one a lot. Um, I'm not gonna talk about episode six a lot, but it's people say it's like one of the best written episodes not only in the series but across the board it was very good you get a little background on the berzino family mm, and i was waiting like a for flashback. that yeah it's a flashback to you know before his brother passed away holiday time it was so well written let's just say their family is very chaotic and very italian does it give you like the same type of vibes as shameless Yes, like very just constantly yell, like the Chicago. entire house is yelling at each. Yes, yes, yelling at each other at all times, drunk. It's literally mean. What's this guy's name? I know we've like given a report on him. 
Who? The main guy in the bear. Oh, Alan. Something Alan White. Jeremy, Jeremy Allen White. Allen White. Jeremy yeah. Allen White. He was also in Shameless, obviously. That's how we mm-hmm. heard of him from the first place. Yep. And it's interesting that he's now in like a second series that's that same kind of dysfunctional family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. It the it the episode lived up to the hype. It was very, very good. Um, I can't wait to talk to you about it. But um I'm excited. Maybe yeah, I that's think the only I think there's only like ten episodes in this season, so it's starting to ramp up like do you think they're gonna finish this restaurant in time yeah i think that'll be the last episode yeah how what are your what's your feelings on sid is that her name sydney yeah Yeah, i honestly feel as though that sydney is all of us trying to start in a career like i have felt myself totally understanding her Mm-hmm. so many times as being like getting into something that she knows nothing about but knows a lot technically mm-hmm. and the difference between having the like technical real knowledge life. and putting it into real life and like yeah. being somewhere from the ground up and starting from the beginning is yep. so much more difficult than walking into an already established company, restaurant, mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. It's just so different yeah. and – I like totally see where she's coming from and a lot of things. And it was kind of about like that one episode where she had to where Carmine ditched her to go like help his ex-girlfriend. And she was just going around and everyone was saying like, make sure you're working for someone you trust. And that like. She started thinking it. Yeah. Yeah. It obviously opened her eyes like, shoot, I'm not being, I'm not getting taken into consideration the same way I'm putting them into consideration in every aspect of my life and like fighting with my mm-hmm. family about it on like, you know, on the back end that maybe they're not mm-hmm. aware of that you're like really fighting for this lifestyle or this job or this position. Mm-hmm. But no, I don't yeah, know. I, I think I identify with her for different reasons, but I agree with that, like totally starting out a new like space, but also being like a person of color coming from a family who emphasizes like certain career paths and when you decide to choose a career path that isn't what is deemed as a stable job and trying to have confidence in that and them always trying to tell you otherwise like I I wish I was able to do that growing up and you know have that confidence to go pursue that um so she's dope I I think that uh I don't know. I don't think it's going to end well. I think she, like, I have this inkling that she's going to wind up going somewhere else to work. And I wouldn't be upset if she did. I wouldn't no. be upset at her. I would be upset because mm-hmm. I want her in the show because I like yeah. her. But I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't be mad at her for going somewhere else. It's going to be like Nate, kind of. I feel like Nate from uh, Ted Lasso. You think she's going to have, like, that type of, like, villain arc, though? No, no, no. I don't think it's going to be that type of villain arc. But I think it's going to be similar to where she's going to leave and go somewhere else and thrive and do really well. And then maybe might wind up back at the bear. Um, like, take but I what she's learned. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, it seems like she has very good connections with, like, other places where, like, that one guy is like, totally. hey, if you ever need anything, like, hit me up kind of thing. So Yeah, because she's a good worker. Well, you know what? Um, When... What's the pastry chef's name? Why can't Michael? What's his name? I think's Marcus. Marcus. Yeah. When Marcus was talking with the hot pastry chef, and um, he was 
he was saying like, I thought I was the best. And then I started working alongside someone that was better than me. And it made me realize I will never be the best, but I learned a lot from him. Was he talking about Carmine? I don't know. I've got that kind of feeling also. Because, like, they have to know each other because Carmi set it up. Carmi for... set it up. I think, it, I think he was talking about him because when Sid brought up to Carmi, like, I want to I want to send Marcus somewhere, he was like, I got someone in Denmark. Yeah. So I think like, that – Automatically. Yeah. I think that's the story. Like, he was telling the story of him working alongside. Yeah. Well, and then that makes sense because one little thing about episode six is they – Carmi describes being in Denmark and like feeding the cat that Marcus feeds also. Um, so there he definitely go. like was on that same boat, did that same thing. So, yeah. Maybe. So I thought that was cool. I thought the conversation between the two of them when they talked, Marcus and the hot chef, when they mm-hmm. talked about um, like siblings and just like their backgrounds and stuff was like a really good, really good. Um, what am I trying to say? Scene. Absolutely. The writing like, on the beautiful. show is excellent. Um, I'm really depressed that this writing strike is going on because Same. this the show is good. It's very good. Um, can the networks just give them some money? Like, we need them. Well, you know the uh, the actors are about to go on strike. Wow. Yeah. Do, do you know who the president is for the Actors Guild? Who? Fran Frazier, I think her name is. Fran Drescher? Drescher, yes. From the She's nanny? She's the president. Yes. Fuck yeah, she is. The <laughs> nanny shaped right? me as a woman. The reason I am the way I am today is because of Fran Drescher and the nanny and Reese Witherspoon and Legally Blonde. Those two women yeah. raised me. <laughs> when I heard that, I was like, that is the most random thing. Like, yeah, I'm obsessed she's the president. with that for her. I'm obsessed. <laughs> That's the, thank you for telling me. That was the best Fun fact I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. She was like addressing the public about the talks and negotiations because um, our, our actors are really worried about AI and them taking like they're more worried about like small time actors who usually pay like filler roles. Mm-hmm. They're worried that because some studios are saying, oh, we want to film you for just a day, scan you and then use your likeness ongoing forever. Oh, so like Joan is awful literally like Joan is awful. So like Crazy. that is actually a thing that artists or actors are worried about and concerned about. That is Especially scary. with like deep fake stuff. Like Kendrick Lamar used it where it's like his body, but they put on somebody else's face. So they can easily bring in like some no name actor, but then put on Will Smith's face if they get like the rights to his likeness. Like it's totally a thing. Oh my god, the actors like you guys got to band together, stick together, or say no to this one. We're, yeah, we don't want so. this. No, we do not. So, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, you watched this movie, which oh. I heard this movie might not be factual. Really? Yeah, I heard like this movie is like uh, it's a what do you call? Not even dramatization. It's like a folklore amongst the like chip community but this man is real the man is real and he goes around telling this story but supposedly it's oh maybe just like different the way it went down is different are very very different like oh okay but go ahead you can i'm gonna look into that but gonzo and i watched with it's a great family film 
if you have yep. if you're with your family. Um, Flaming Hot on Hulu. It's the story of the man who created Hot Cheetos, and it was so good. It was entertaining. It was an inspirational story. I finished yeah. watching it and I was like, wow, we could really be whoever we want to be if we just put our minds to it. Yeah, and that absolutely. was the whole thing. I'm not going to get into it too much, but essentially like the guy who created Hot Cheetos was very, very low, low, low on the totem pole. In mm-hmm. in the movie, he's a janitor, but I don't know how factual that is. In mm-hmm. the Frito-Lay factory and he, was, he created Hot Cheetos to speak to the Latinx community. So it was a really yeah. cool story. Saved Frito-Lay, you know, they were competing mm-hmm. with Pepsi, whatever. And I loved it. Or no, Pepsi owns them. They were competing with someone else. So it was a good – it was a really good movie. Heart Highly warming. recommend. Nice. And then the other thing I tried watching, I'll briefly mention because it is just like so odd. Not so odd, but not – I'm not the target demo for this is um, – actually, I think I would be. Kim Cattrall's new show, Netflix show, Glamorous. Yeah. Um, the main – it's like about Kim Cattrall's character used to be a supermodel. Now she owns a beauty, beauty luxury beauty brand that's super popular. But you know, it's not. It's getting a little stale. And this young LGBTQA plus man, I want to. I think he identifies as man. I don't know what he identifies as, so I'm not going to say it. But um, they work in a makeup counter and this is the products that they use and they're like trying to become mm-hmm. social media famous. It's almost as if they based the main character off of Bretman Rock. That's what it was giving me. Mm-hmm. I was like, are they just ripping off duping Bretman Rock right now? Yeah. <laughs> like it's nuts. Except yeah. it all takes place in New York. Um and it's just like it's cheesy, but an easy watch. It's like a, it's like giving Emily in Paris cheese level, maybe times like five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I but won't good. be watching. Good to watch. What do you background. rate it? Like, like A through F. What do you rate it? Like, I rate the bear A. Yeah, the bear is an A plus. Like Ted Lasso, yeah. A plus. Like, yeah, glamorous, like a C plus. You know, an easy watch, entertaining, quick for the girlies. Something that I throw on like while I'm folding my laundry, you know. C's C's get degrees, so C's get sure. degrees. C's get viewers. Yes, absolutely. So, all right, guys. Um, last but not least, let's wrap it up with a little bit of sports. Um, unfortunately, according to our sports analyst, we are in the dog days of summer, and I never knew what that meant until today. Apparently, we're in a slow season for sports, mm-hmm. which means ain't shit really to talk about it. But I mean, like football uh, training camps are, are about to start. Baseball is like midway through the season, which the one thing I know about baseball is like there's a hundred something plus games. And the first half of the season, nobody really gives a shit about because it, it doesn't truly matter until like yeah. after the all-star break. So like we're at that point in baseball where it's like halfway through, nobody really cares um and the, supposedly there's this guy on the los angeles angels i don't want to try to say his name but otani he's a japanese baseball player who's like a really dope pitcher and he's like a home run hitter which is totally unheard of he's somebody to look out for but as far as like big breaking sports news nba trade windows coming up 
That's really it. It's really just baseballs happening right now. I did think this Otani story is super interesting, though, because he's surpassing all of these um, records that, like, Babe Ruth holds, but he's also a pitcher. So he hit two home runs in the same game that he was pitching in, and he's already hit 31 home runs this year. Like, that's pretty nuts. Um, And it's just almost unheard of to see, like, a really good heavy hitter and a pitcher all wrapped mm-hmm. into one person. Um, but that's really it. You guys, that's sports. That's all I got. Nothing to share with the dinner at the dinner table with your dads this weekend. Sorry. Yeah, yeah it'll we be can bring very up boring. Otani. Talk about golf. Talk about golf. Ask him, ask your father if you if he thinks golf is a physical sport. <laughs> And I think that would set the dinner table conversation for a solid hour. So you're welcome. Sometimes you just uh, need like that one conversation starter that's going to, you know, like, it. yeah, that just, mm. you know, not political, not religious, not like about your life. It's just like, oh, let's just discuss is golf a physical activity? You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay, you guys, that wraps it up for us. Another long-ass episode. Thanks. Love you. Um, Please follow us on Instagram. You can follow Justin and I personally. We're stepping it up on there. We're Justin's posting reels. I'm posting stories. We're barbecuing. Like, Justin's making his spicy marks. Come through. Come watch us. Um, Mm -hmm. You can watch us on YouTube always. Sorry for my camera quality this week. And listen to us on Apple and Spotify. Please rate and review. Please subscribe to us on YouTube. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up. Oh, Okay. Anything else? No, that's it. Thank you, guys. Happy uh, 4th of July. Yes, happy 4th of July. Happy 4th. Get outside. Barbecue. Don't light yourself on fire. Be safe with fireworks, Yeah, let's watch fireworks this year. Let's not light them. I've already seen some crazy-ass videos. Anyway. Be safe, you guys. Eat a hot dog. What? Okay. Bye.